and welcome everyone to the weekly walkthrough H Town, recorded on podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local One One Two Two Eight. We're coming from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library. I'm Rusty Witcher, joined by Susan Lamb. Hi, Susan. Hi, Rusty. How are you? I'm good. Like it's been how many weeks since we've both been on? Three. Three. Yeah. A I was lifetime. Out. It feels that way. This is episode twenty-six of this. Oh, I probably I think I misspoke and told someone it was thirty-three. No, it's twenty-six. I'm hey, a liar. You are a liar, but it's okay. It wasn't. It was an honest mistake. It probably was. You know what we're going to do today? We're going to talk all things state. Not only do we have state champions in the room with us right now in the house. Yes. State champions in the room with us right now. We will have three members of that Heston High School boys basketball team, which is going to state as well after we conclude with these it's really fine very, individuals. It's very um, exciting week in it Heston. Is. And I, I don't want to shock these kids, but they probably didn't remember. Next week is spring break. Did you guys know that? No. You don't have to come to school. <laughs> They're just making fun of me. Are we taking a spring break or are we just going to roll? Um, I already have someone lined up for next okay, week, so we're I not can, taking a spring break. I can be here. I'll be here. Um, but also, Rusty, I just want to say in the last three weeks, I've had at least one person that I respect enormously and appreciate that has said they never miss hearing this. And I it made me feel people, so happy. I know several people like that, too. So Yeah, so we want to just do a shout-out. We will not call you out by name, even we though won't. I'm tempted. But... Um, I just, we want to thank people for Especially like Lindsay Chance, yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to say Jay Brown. Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah, anyway, we're, we're okay. Great. We're great. Hope All right. don't stop after today. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us, and it's a really treat to hear about Heston High School Robotics. And, and Susan, you've got some questions. I do. I'll let you go right in. I'll jump okay. in. Okay, I'm going to dive in. So I just want to, first I'm going to get on a very short soapbox, small one, but I want to say that when you have reached my stage of life and you think back on how boring school was for the people that were my parents, like my mom told me one time the highlight of her schooling was when they all piled into the teacher's car and drove from the one-room schoolhouse to meet another one-room schoolhouse full of kids to play a game of softball. And that was like the highlight. And then I think about what you're doing. It is just so incredibly amazing and even some of the the people that will be listening to this when they hear robotics they may or may not even be able to picture it so we want to start out by just like having you do a bit of an overview of what is robotics like robotics 101 um so i mean robotics 101 is just you're giving you're given a set goal at the start of the year and you have to build a robot with the parts that you're given to accomplish whatever task is at hand. Um, and so this year's task is um, throwing discs into high goals. It's a lot like disc golf in a way. Okay. I, I saw a little bit of this. I, I did, and it was, some of the pictures are really, really cool to check out and, and see that it's, like you said, disc golf with robots. Okay. And I, uh, because I haven't been on the air for a little while, I've forgotten all the procedures, introduce yourself yeah, like, and yeah, kind of do what we yeah, talked Jonesy, about. Yeah. <laughs> Jonesy. <laughs> um, I'm Jones Breaker. I'm a junior at Hessen High School, and I'm part of the state championship robotics team. And so you said that, you're th that, that the robot does the work after it's programmed, and then I also heard you say you have to work with the parts that you're given. So I'm going to just spin over to another person and guys introduce yourselves before you speak. But that sounds incredibly unfair because like what if somebody gets a great box of parts and somebody else gets a junky box of parts? So 
lean in and say a little bit about that? Um, hi, I'm Ryan Diller. Um, I'm also a junior. I go to Hessen High School. Um, so that is a good question. So part of the VEX robotics um, company is uh, giving the giving teams the same opportunities. So um, you can get like a starter kit if a school is starting off uh, and it start you get the same parts um, and a, another team doesn't have more you know privileges in terms of like what they can build um, with. So there's certain rules in the rule book with like what's legal and what's not. Um, and for example like 3D printing if, if a team has a 3D printer they're limited on, on what they can make with that. Um, so that kind of really helps level out the playing field. Um, so as long as the school is funded adequately, um, the teams are equal in terms of their opportunities. Okay, so that's one thing that I would say could make an activity like this appealing to people because um, you're starting on a level playing field. Is w Would that be a fair description? Yeah. It's not like you're getting a box of mismatched Legos, right? No. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> so, Is there a story behind that? No, I'm just, I would. Okay. I built Legos a long time ago, and you'd never, you'd be looking for the one part. Back in the day, they didn't have a step-by-step. -step. Right. You had to kind of guess, and you'd have one little part you'd look for sure. for the rest of your days, and that would take up hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of your life. Not and that then, I better. And then you do it at your grandma's house, and she steps on one in the middle of the night. <laughs> Because I, that's where I'm at in I, life. But I anyway. I did do them at my grandma's house. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> okay. She was the coolest. Anyway, all right. So back back to kind of thinking about what this is like. So I'm trying to picture there's this equalization of everyone gets a kit and you're trying to build a robot. You're trying to make it toss something, at least for this year's assignment. So say a little bit about where on earth does this even happen? Is this happening on the football field or where? Where tell us about that. Okay, so I my name is Kat Friesen, and I'm a senior at Heston High School as well. And we have uh, a designated room where, for robotics, we have arenas which contain our goals and our rollers and all the parts of the game we need to practice. We keep the parts in there, and that's where we, we have stations where we build our robots. And when we actually host competitions, we usually host them in our school's gyms, typically with those same arenas. And it's it takes a little bit to set up, but robotics events, at least by VEX, can be hosted in just a school's gym. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, so, okay, you said arena. So is this something like, how tall are the little walls on this arena? So it's set up in a 12 by 12 field on the floor, and then each wall is about a foot tall. Okay. Um, okay. And so you set your robots um, on the floor, and at some like fancy meets, they have lifted arenas um, to where it's a little bit higher off the ground, and it's more at eye level kind. Of, well, not like quite an all-star wrestling kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And I so, like that. Yeah. And so you have you have your arena, and it's just a twelve by twelve box, and then like the high goals are about three feet okay. above like the top of the wall. All right. Um, and so that's kind of just like the sizing of how mm -hmm. big everything is. Okay, so cool. you're on a team. This is a whole team right here. We could fit you all in this room comfortably. We we have your, is the correct term coach, mentor? Neither. <laughs> doctor? I, I don't Lord? Think, I don't think that, that, that one's close. That Lord one's Foreman. Lord so, so we have, uh, okay. we have uh, uh, Trevor Foreman here. Who we'll, we'll get him on the mic in just a second. But Oversoul so, of robotics. <laughs> that's right. So these teams, they consist of three people, but there's like 
a whole bunch of kids that are taking robotics right now, right? Like 50-ish. 50-ish. Okay. So how long has this team right here, this little group, how long have you guys been working together? Um, this is our first year as a team, um, but then some of us have like been working out um, with other teammates and everything. And so this is our first year all together on one team. Okay. Um, so what's the robotics season look like? How does that stack up? So um, at the end of a season, like near the end of the school year in May, um, at the Worlds competition in Dallas or wherever it is, um, the next year's game is uh, revealed with like all the new um, elements and stuff. So teams are able to brainstorm over the summer on what they kind of want to build. And in our case, um, last year, uh, Mr. Foreman, he opened up the room every Friday over the summer and we were able to get our parts and uh, start to work on our robots even over the summer, uh, depending on which teams had time over the summer, obviously. But um, then uh, when the school year starts, you know, everybody gets into the room and everybody kind of shares their ideas and, um, it, you know, teams uh, start full force building and stuff um, and practicing. So then later, what, like October um, is when the competitions start. Um, and so then you have, you know, August, September, uh, you know, a few months to start to build your robot code it practice a little bit um, and then there's you know the break over Christmas break and then it kind of starts to ramp up again uh, around this time uh, so for us we uh, last weekend was our fourth consecutive meet that we went to we we had uh, four weekends uh, that we had a meet we had one in Hillsboro and uh, and then one we went to Oklahoma just our team uh, and then the week after that we went to Cheney and then this weekend or last weekend was state um, so then state is usually the end of um, the season for a lot of teams because they qualify from going to other meets. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, there's some meets that some higher level teams can go to. Uh, for example, we got qualified for, for nationals along with another team, which is in about three weeks. Um, and that is in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Um, is that right? Yeah. Very uh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, after that, five weeks after that, so about eight weeks from now, is the world's competition. This year is hosted in Dallas, um, and there about like around 800 teams go from all around the world, and uh, they get qualified from the regional competition. For us, we got qualified at state, um, so then we're gonna head over there, um, and it's gonna be really fun, hopefully. Yeah, it sounds like a, it sounds like a really cool, cool, cool. It builds idea. Yeah, and builds, doesn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this really makes my whole sixth grade Odyssey of the Mind pale in comparison. So I just want to. <laughs> that was a valuable experience, though, right? We were sabotaged. Never mind. That's okay. All. Are you still bitter over Balsa Wood? No, we were sabotaged by a different team. Oh, okay. All right. So, Kat, say a little bit about um, how you think this differs from what we might picture as a traditional sport. Um. So. Obviously, there's no real physical activity besides standing all day, which I do have to say gets pretty painful. But it, it's, you could compare it to other extracurriculars such as Scholars Bowl, Forensics. It's more of a mental activity, mental sport, if you want to call that. You, uh, you build, you design engineering notebooks, you interview, you drive. But it's, it's very different from traditional sports, I would say, because there's that lack of physical activity. Not a lack of skill, but you just right. don't have to run. You don't have to 
shoot baskets. You don't have to hit tennis balls. It's nothing okay. like that. So, Kat, what else do you do at Heston High? Um, I was on the varsity tennis team this year. I got fourth at regionals, and I qualified for state tennis, but I did not make it as far as I did with robotics. And I've also, this is this one at Heston, but at Bethel College, I also took an astronomy class. And those two things combined with robotics has kind of been filling up my schedule this year. Okay. A yep. little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, I mean, boredom is the enemy. Free yeah. time is the enemy is what I talk. Okay, so Jones, what do you do at Heston High? What are what are your activities? Um, I mean, I'm mainly involved in uh, robotics. I'm on the golf team this year, um, and then also just involved in the band um, and going to all the pep games. Um, supporting best our pep band in the state. We love we love supporting our boys and girls basketball teams and the football team during the fall and everything. Cool, great. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, um, I'm also in band. Uh, so yeah, just like Jones, I love I love supporting the teams. Um, I'm also in Scholars Bowl. The season just ended a few weeks ago, um, and that's also really fun. So I kind of have the the nerd trifecta of. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not, Mel. Yes, he does. It's yes, okay. I do. It's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, but it's fun. I I'm okay with being a nerd. <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Hey, there's a lot of people out there that aren't nerds that aren't state champions. So that's true. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, state yeah. champs right here in I the know. house. I know it's in a the, big in the deal. Hub. Okay, so um, Lord Foreman, <laughs> do you want to just go ahead and maybe we'll we'll put this right in front of you? That we're moving microphones around. Yes. Don't worry. There's no earthquake. Um, the, there's a really long history of robotics in this community, and I got to think, did anyone lead the? charge before you i don't remember how that worked but say a little bit about the history and and you know how has this happened with such great success uh i've been here since my 11th year um i wanted to be the woodshop teacher so that's the job i interviewed for and uh the previous principal um the name escapes me larry thompson he mentioned uh robotics mm -hmm. and would you be willing to do that as well I had no clue what it was, but you're in an interview, so you say, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> Been there, done truth, that. Yeah. Truth, truth. Very so much I truth. remember going home and, and telling my then wife, I hope this robotics thing doesn't get in the way of woodworking. About three years later, I was spending 90% of my time with the robotics and not as much time with the woodworking um, because it grew so rapidly. We started with four kids my first year. We peaked at 58 a couple years ago, and we've kind of leveled off around 45 to 50 for the past five, five, six years. It's really taken off, uh, not only in Heston, but statewide and, and kind of nationwide and worldwide. Uh, my first year, there were two registered schools, us and Hillsboro. We were the only two in the state that had it my first year. Wow, more H-Town rivalry right there. That's yeah. right. And now there are, what, over 120 that's registered, great though. Register teams, so it is. It has really taken off because you can't teach the engineering the same way you used to 30 years ago. Right. It's got to be different. And, uh, right. And now I would imagine that it's been very gratifying for you to build this program a little bit at a time and just see it now be such a serious part of our curriculum here at Heston. Yeah, it, it really is. And again, I came in with absolutely. I'm not an engineer. I I couldn't honestly sit down and build a bot. I know I couldn't code a bot. 
I give these kids the opportunities they need and I buy them the parts that they need and, uh, and take them places. And uh, when you have a bunch of smart kids that really work hard, it makes me look pretty good. <laughs> And <laughs> take it, take just, it while you can. Man. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, smart kids that work hard. That's so. I have a question for you three. So how do you get your bot from place to place? Are you packing it up in styrofoam, or do you throw it in the back of a trunk? How does this? How do you get it we, there? We we throw it in the back of a trunk. Okay. Um, All right. Whenever whenever we went to the world's competition, we have a box on wheels. Okay. Um, and so the robots are roughly eighteen inches by eighteen inches by eighteen inches. All right. Um, and so you can build smaller than that, but you cannot build bigger than that. Um, and so we have a box that's like twenty by twenty by twenty that for the world's competition last year that we put the robot in. Okay. Has there been any accidents with a robot? Like maybe one of these discs went sailing across the practice area at a re at a higher than normal velocity. And Jones, you were getting stared down. Uh, <laughs> oh, so. Um, at the Hillsboro meet this year, <laughs> uh, so so we have we have a on on a robot we had built a turret on top, which so our shooter could rotate um, different than the base of the robot. Okay, and we had this vision sensor that would sense the color of the high goal, so that it would point because it would it would see the color and then the size of the object. And so we didn't for our autonomous we didn't have to do any like aiming. It just did it for us, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Hats off to Ryan for that. But uh, we realized that but. it wasn't the best thing in the world because we had a uh, young girl wear a red shirt and the high goal was red. And so whenever we went to go run our autonomous program, it didn't quite shoot in the high goal. Um, it shot at her? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I know, I'm awful. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it was accurate enough to hit her. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, accuracy is the key, right? And then, yeah, oh it my is. goodness. I think the bot accomplishes task at shooting at the red item. Yeah. <laughs> that, so, so, yeah. Don't wear red. Have you ever forgotten anything back at the school? Oh, lots of times. Most of the time it's the safety glasses. Do you want me to tell the story, Jones? Do oh. it. Because yeah. Rusty forgot his golf clubs at a golf meet once. <laughs> We went there. Sorry. Wow, the bus tracks right up my back. And yes, I did. So um, two weeks ago, right? Was that two weeks mm -hmm. ago? Uh, we went to Oklahoma. Uh, fr Friday night, we drove down, stayed at a hotel, and then Saturday morning, the competition started. Um, I forgot the laptop. I am. This is uh, very, very important piece yeah. that we I, have. I to might have add. seen a little note about this yeah, somewhere. I, I did see a little note on this on Facebook. Yes, I think I my did. dad put it on Facebook. Yeah. So did your mom. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, so you forgot the laptop. Yeah. So I'm I'm like coder. So uh, to code different stuff, you know, controlling the robot, telling what buttons, you know, control what stuff, and for autonomous stuff, you you need the laptop, and especially when you get to the comp the. Um, just because the arenas are imperfect, they can be slightly different. So you kind of ha have to adjust some stuff the day of. Um, so I forgot that. And I we were about like hour and a half down the road in Oklahoma, and I, f I realized that. And I, I just felt hopeless because, you know, without that, we, you know, we, we'd be done Kind for of it. a key piece to yeah. the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, but then all of my family members saved the day. My mom had the idea of... My brother, who, who goes to Hessen College, Kyle, to um, go home, get the laptop because it was at our house, and uh, upload the file to Google Drive. And then my uh, dad had a MacBook, so then he took that and downloaded the app on it. So then that day I used the MacBook, and then um, so then we were able to do what we needed to do. Um, 
so that I was really thankful for that, but it was kind of a funny story. And uh, I, ha- I have to add that he was terrified the entire day because his dad's laptop is like really, really nice. And so we, we, it was a big upgrade from what we normally have, but like he was like scared to like push the button. Right. Like, it was the funniest thing to watch. Like I, I didn't deserve to use it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but your parents, as I bet everyone's parents around this table and family members are super proud that you're engaging in this way. and. You know, Rusty and I like to always um, say, well, maybe Rusty doesn't like. So if you don't like what I say, Rusty, just say that's not how I feel. But we're super proud of you. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm right there with you, Susan. Absolutely. We, yeah. we, we f- are grateful. Very for, much so. For what you're doing. And, and we also want to say, don't mess it up. Like, <laughs> it's fine if, if you mess up the robot thing. It's fine. But you have been entrusted and blessed with growing up in a wonderful community with a, an amazing school and a lot of people who who look up to you. And we know that there are tough choices ahead and everybody's going to, you know, speed or do something one time. But just remember where you came from and how much we care and, and how much we believe in you because yeah. it's people like you that are going to find the cures or the, the ways to keep these airplanes from swallowing birds while they're mid-flight or whatever. Do you agree? Completely. I concur. Complete concurrence. Thank you. I don't hear that a lot. <laughs> no, completely. No, guys, thank you so much. And yeah, so we're now, glad you were here today. So now, what's next? So, um, you know, state was just last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, we have some adjustments that we need to make for uh, nationals. So what we kind of did was we uh, we kind of took off the top part of the robot, um, and we're yeah. <laughs> Um, and we're kind of we're going to rebuild part of it uh, because so we, we kind of made the shift to the turret like Jones talked about. It ended up not being the best. Um, we, we we built it really well and it worked really well, but um, there were some limitations to it. So we're we're kind of going back to sort of what we had before, um, but there's just definitely some more stuff that we need to work on to prepare. Uh, and hopefully we'll get it done. You know we'll have spring break, which might we might be able to work over spring break, but I'm kind of scared that that'll limit our productivity but yeah yeah and <laughs> well and with what we've accomplished this year like what we have right now like at the state level is like teams come up to us and are like oh my word how did you do that yeah mm-hmm. um but then as soon of as, course, as, soon as we go on to the next level um at nationals here in a couple of weeks we're gonna be we're gonna be one of the teams like oh my goodness how did you do that yeah right and so that's that's one reason we go to these tournaments like nationals and worlds because yeah. we get to see other stuff that inspires us to do better. I love um, hearing that. And so we're we won the state competition. We're not content with that. We're gonna we're gonna keep driving and see if we can make a run at it at cool. National right. Worlds. Well, cheers and blessings to yes. all three of you, and with gratitude to to Lord Foreman. To Lord Foreman, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, like I think so. I think okay. guys, thank you so much for coming in. Me, big huge hand. Thanks. to you guys and good luck good and luck. keep us posted and hopefully we'll get you back on as you continue on to nationals and worlds and the universe and it's your oyster right thank you cat enjoy thank the you. last little bit of high school too yeah, thank you you're yes. the senior. i'll try all right, all right you guys can send in the three basketball boys then too that are hanging out there and we'll talk a little state basketball too yeah hi jackie Hello. no capping here <laughs> yeah, that's right well, we are transitioning into basketball. You want to yes. say a couple words? Sure. sure I yeah. certainly can, or we can wait. It's no big deal to it's me. A, whoa, I moved a stool and it yeah, sounded like a <laughs> gong. No, I, yeah. Uh, what those, they're on their way in. All right, we've got, Perfect. we are being, going to be joined by Jake, Isaac, and 
and Lane. So coming in, boys. Make yourself comfortable. Glad you're here, guys. So we we just heard a little bit from the robotics yeah. group at Rusty, who knows all sports. I don't know all sports. Well, we wouldn't want me asking the questions, <laughs> so I'll just sit quietly. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Jake, you can grab, grab those. Isaac, you'll have to share because you're yeah. in, you're in the non-official. Oh, you get your own microphone and a headset. You're this is great. All right. Bear with us on the noise. We're, these are a little sensitive, but we're good. Okay, so I am joined by Jake Proctor, Isaac Sanchez, and Lane McGill. Guys, how are we? Doing good. Good, good, good. Don't I'm be shy. great. Yeah, I'm Don't doing really well. Don't be shy. Um, guys, so this is the first time that Heston High School has gone to state three, state three straight times. We've gone back-to-back -back numerous times, but three straight times. What does that mean as an accomplishment for you three? Um, it means a lot, you know. Mm. It just, you know, shows that we put in the work. Um, everything we've done for the past, you know, since second right. grade has, it's obviously shown. So, you know, it means a lot to, I know me at least. Yeah, I think all the work we put in over the summer and just with MAYB tournaments and summer league and coming in in the early mornings and just putting in the extra work, I think it's nice to see that it does pay off year after year and, uh, that's just nice to see. And just playing the competition over the years has right. also just improved us drastically. Just yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a big deal. It really is. Um, Isaac and Lane, perhaps you guys can give us a little bit of your own backstory from those roles in the JV to where you are now as key cogs on this team and what it means to you guys and what kind of knowledge can you impart to <clears throat> maybe our younger guys listening. Well, it's really just about waiting your turn. Mm -hmm. I mean, like... We had to wait our turn. We played great competition and practice for years, and yeah. it's made us who we are today. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess our role in practice is pretty much just playing defense, mm -hmm. at least uh, last year and two years ago. I was basically playing defense uh, the last couple weeks of the season exclusively in practice. And I know that role is really important. It can get a little tedious sometimes. Right. But uh, I know it really helped our varsity guys get to where they need to be and now this year it's really nice to have a solid group of sophomores and freshmen that can step in and challenge us on challenge yeah, there's, us on there's a little bit of paying your dues there going on yeah. and now look where you are here here we're on the cusp of going back to state a third straight time so guys there have been i don't know if you've noticed this but there has been a row of kids on the front row for every home game every home game that are living and dying with each basket right there what does that mean to you guys knowing that you are helping shape a younger generation? I don't know. I guess it's just seeing the younger kids there, and they're always so happy to be there. Uh, just the smiles there, and I think uh, that's also part of the basketball culture at Heston is coming when you're young and then seeing the older guys and then just wanting to, striving to be like them and one day uh, just be out there and be on the court for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I remember being in second, third, fourth grade. Watching Garrett Roth play. Yeah, <laughs> watching Coach Roth play. Coach yeah. Roth, no, Grant Raleigh, all those types of guys. Right. Um, wanting to be out there. Um, yeah, we, we always sat up in, like, the top corner. Mm -hmm. We were never in the front row, but you know, it's the same type of deal. Absolutely, yeah. These so, kids love to sit so in the front yeah. row. They're, mm -hmm. they're waiting for everything you guys do. It's yeah. pretty cool to watch, especially from my perch in the Swather Sports Network, watching these kids go crazy when you guys come on the floor. So, Jake, 
let's talk a little bit about your historical night the other night, okay? Um, it's an amazing accomplishment to rewrite the record book as the previous single game high was set in December of 1978, way before your time, just barely in my time. Um, what do you take away from that night? What do you take away from that night? And Isaac and Lane, what about you guys? What what was it like being on the court as history was being made? It's amazing. He's good. He's good. <laughs> we know. He's very good, yeah. Um, it, it was really cool. Um, you know, almost got it a few he, weeks he back. Did, yeah. Um, but I think that it being the last home game of the year, or last home game ever, um, to be able to you know, get it that night just meant a little bit more. Um, uh-huh. You know, there's been a lot of great players to play at Heston. Specifically, I would say Case and Richardson. Yeah, right, there's one the, um, just Planet Baker, and they're yep. in the national tournament oh, yeah. now. Yeah, him and then Grant Raleigh are this. They're the two that you know I've been able to see. I got to play with Case, and so um, just being able to you know be up there with those guys, I feel like it's an honor. Um, but yeah, right. I mean, so did you know? Did you have an? Did you have an idea? Did you know what the total was before? Because the first time you hit thirty six, you're one short. Did you know that you needed to get thirty seven? Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember it. You know, my dad was like, you know, you don't need to, but it'd be pretty cool yeah, right, if, if you right, got the thirty eight. Right. Thirty eight. So yeah. yeah. But she didn't stop. You had to get 40. And just, yeah. Hold on. 40 I, sounds cooler. 40 sounds cool. 40 is cool. Because my high school scoring record is zero. My middle school scoring record is one. So you got me by a lot. <laughs> by a lot. So, um, guys, what about next year? What's on tap? We've got three seniors in the house. So, I mean, Jake, we know you're going to Tabor. Mm-hmm. So you committed. Lane and Isaac, what about you guys? Um, I'm going to be going to KSU. Uh, okay. I'm going to major in sales. Okay, cool. So, yeah. I can see you being a salesman. Yeah. I've known you for a few years. I can see you doing some selling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm also looking at either K-State or Wichita State University, okay. and I'm thinking about computer science right now, which Good. stemming off robotics, that's really interests me. So yeah, majoring in computer science, not sure where yet. but Very, very neat, guys. Okay, so let's talk Thursday night. What can you tell us about Colby? First-round matchup. Mm-hmm. We're the three seed. They're the sixth seed. What, what do we know about the team from up in northwest Kansas? Mm-hmm. Obviously, no, they're meant to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a really good basketball team, really good point guard. Um, they, he has a good supporting cast with a really good sophomore post, really athletic, okay. big dude. Um, then he just has a bunch of good shooters around him. Um, I would say that their starting five is really good. You know, Then it kind of drops off a little bit. Um, I would say we have a um, – we're deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I mean, we play eight, nine guys, and they all yeah. can play basketball really well. So – they go seven deep, and they don't want to go to their seventh guy, so it's really just six guys. So I think okay. what we can do is just get out and run, uh, wear them down a little bit, especially with the bigger court, you know. So yeah, I think we, um, if we do that, I think we have a pretty good chance. What about you guys? Anything to add? Uh, I just think, yeah, getting out in transition early, I think will be really important on the longer court. <laughs> and then also, I think a f- more physical game mm-hmm. will uh, favor us, just be you know, being able to wear them down and then uh, – knowing that we have stronger guys that can come in off the bench right. and give us those needed minutes. Yeah, and bring a little height then off the bench, mm-hmm. too, is always a nice luxury. I mean, yeah. you got Isaac coming in at nine at nine feet tall right here. So to do <laughs> nine six. Nine six, sorry, my nine six, I like it, yeah. So, great, guys. What do you want our listeners to know about each one of you guys off of the court? 
I mean, we see you guys on the court all the time as the basketball guys, but what about off the court? What makes you guys tick off the I court? I love chocolate milk. Like, <laughs> really? At least three glasses a day. Really? At least. Okay. Chocolate milk yeah. for Isaac. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm pretty involved other than basketball. <laughs> uh, yeah. Basketball is super important to me, but again, I'm also involved in robotics mm-hmm. and FBLA and. So once basketball season is done, even though I'm really busy now, I'm going to stay really busy yeah. the rest of the year. You and are, so, you are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say I'm also involved as well. Now I do singers, mm-hmm. uh, so devote a lot of time to that. And we got variety show coming up. Yep, yeah, variety shows yeah, coming we get, up. Yeah, we're going to get you guys. We'll get some singers on to talk about mm-hmm. variety show here in the zone. Yep. So. Isaac is also in singers. So yeah, yeah you know. The Subs- tallest singer at 9-6, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Other than Chocolate Milk, I do singers, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, last week we were Tuesday, played Nickerson Wednesday, you know, league contest mm-hmm. in, in Hillsborough, and then Thursday, you know, cheering on the girls again. Right. And then, and then turned around and played two games. Yeah, two games Saturday, back yeah. to back. So you know, we're, we're involved in a lot of stuff. Yeah, now and potential to go three games Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much. We will be in force supporting HHS at the Historical Sports Arena at 8 o'clock on Thursday. See if we can get everybody in Heston to come over and ruin Keisha's seating chart and see what we can do with that. So that is the goal Thursday. I think tickets are 11 bucks. Um, anything you guys want to add? I don't think so. Go Swathers. Go Swathers. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for coming in. We will see you guys Thursday on the court at the Historical Sports Arena. I think Jackie has a couple things to come in with, too, but we'll take a look here at what else is going on. Guys, good luck. Thank you. Yeah, guys, thanks for swinging by. We do appreciate it. We do. I know it's terrible to have to leave class in the middle of the day. Exactly. We'll see you guys. Take (laughs) care. Thank you. Um, still time to register for the Leprechaun Run at the yeah. Arboretum. And also, time to start thinking about the Emmer Creek Classic as well. A couple of uh, ways for people to get out and get active, and um, that Leprechaun Run is this Saturday, and I think the weather looks pretty good It for really that. does, yeah. It really does. That'll yeah. help. I know a lot of people head out um, over spring break, and but, you know, just as many people stay here, and so we want to mm-hmm. make sure that we keep people informed of what's going on in the community what else is happening um the chamber dinner still taking reservations for friday march 31st call the chamber office at 620-327-4102 for more information that sounds like a really classy and fun event it really does kim wallace is doing it really a great does job uh, state basketball 8 p.m in the historic sports arena and that is thursday night so hopefully we get everybody in heston and all of their friends to come and and it, I, we're assuming it's thursday friday and saturday right yeah, exactly so Win. Three days. Exactly. Win, win, win. Right? Exactly. And then Jackie is stopping by to talk Heston Public Library. Yay! Yes. So um, I, I just got to say, though, I am so impressed with the young people of Heston, and I hope that everybody else is too. Between right. you know the kids that are just doing such extraordinary things in robotics, the basketball team that's working their tails off, and the all of the support people that make that happen the pep band the cheerleaders the swather power club the swather power club like there are so many moving parts when you see the kids that win and the work that they put in there is just as much work going on behind them absolutely without a doubt and like i think that's what that's what makes this community work and that's what makes this community awesome it is so anyway i just needed to like no, Give no. a shout out to all the people that made that happen that aren't just the athletes and aren't just the kids that are in front of the cameras. Mm. Um, happening. Oh, right, don't tap my pen. Um, <laughs> ha- 
happening at the library. March 16th, we are partnering up with Stone Creek Nursery. Okay. We are doing early herb garden plantings oh. as part of our adult teen program. Space is limited, and as always, these are free. So if you have a green thumb or want to flex it coming up before planting season, Rusty's over there shaking we, his head. We had this discussion last week. <laughs> I do not have a green thumb. I so, can kill a succulent. Yes. And here's the nice thing. It's going to be herbs, not succulents. So you can get your box garden going early. We are really appreciative of Stone Creek. It will be at 5 o'clock okay. at Stone Creek Nursery okay. on March 16th. So good stuff there. And this is what I'm really excited about. We have uh, officially signed with the Heston Community Foundation for the Heston Public Library to have a designated fund. Nice. And an endowed fund. Very cool. So Congratulations. Thank you. My board um, has been wonderful and supportive and very thoughtful as we go through this process. And Ashley Bridgman has been an incredible resource as we go through this process. So we are very excited. This is a big step for the library into the community mm -hmm. and into the giving end of the community. And the ink is barely dry nice. <laughs> on both of these things. But we are very excited to be able to do outreach through the Heston Community Foundation with a designated and an endowed fund. Our endowed fund is going to work towards our special collections, uh, particularly our expedition packs. Mm, so nice. those are going to be funded when you can go to the pool, you can go to Tanganyika, you can go to all these wonderful places. Um, that is what our endowed fund will be designated for. Our designated fund we will be using for things like that are fun, like summer library program. We're going to be using it for general operating expenses. We'll be using it for furniture. We'll be using it for all the things that it takes mm -hmm. for a library to do the extraordinary things that we do. Right. Um, but, yeah, I am... I yeah, am that's so huge. And, and I'll just, you know, I have to say two sentences here that the wonderful opportunity that that opens is if people want to look at estate gifts or memorial gifts, it gives a very direct route for those to just be made out to that, put in that, invested wisely so that they'll grow. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a big victory. Well, and it is, and it sets us up for non-traditional gifts, which yep. I mm -hmm. think is really neat too. If So if you're a farmer and you're like, you know what, I want to donate a quarter. You know, I want to donate this quarter section to the mm -hmm. library. We can do that. You can mm -hmm. accept it. You're and now it's, able it, to. It just opens up so many wonderful possibilities. Yes. It's the hub of the community. And right? Outreaching longer. I know. Mm -hmm. It's it's just it's such a cool prospect. Um, other cool things. I'm going to tie into the basketball and into the robotics. So of course we have a variety of basketball books, um, but we also have tons of Legos, um, and then we also have Ozobots. Uh, that are available for the kids to play with after school. Ozobots are coding for beginners. They are little tiny, uh, yeah, they're a little ping pong size looking thing, and you code them using color. Okay. And so you, you lay a track down, you use a black marker, and you draw a black track, and then you use red, green, and blue are your colors, and then you program your bot 
to go faster or go slower or turn left or turn right, depending on what order you put the colors in. And so it teaches you the very fundamentals of coding. Oh, that's neat. It's super cool. Can you do a, just a tutorial class for just Rusty and me? Maybe? Absolutely. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> sounds I'm in. like it be fun. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they're a great tool to show kids this is what coding really is. So when they're talking about coding their bot to be able to find that find the red shirt, unfortunately, but find the red target. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is the very fundamentals of that. And very it's neat. so cool that the cool. library can do that for, for oh, kids. Oh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And can those be checked out or do they stay here? They are. They stay in-house. There's okay. a lot of small parts to them. Gotcha. Um, so That's they stay in-house. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, we also have on March 14th, our book club is meeting at 7.30. The book we are reading is Surrender to Love. Um, it's a Christian-based book. It's about radical love and radical forgiveness of others and yourself. Um, so it's, it's a really neat read. And then on the 21st, we've got Women's Civic Club that is meeting at 7 o'clock on... Yeah, and we're we're partnering again with so the the Civic Club has come full circle. It meets here at the library. Um, the Civic Club founded the library in yeah. the '30s. Full circle. Full circle. Um, and now that they're coming back, we are partnering with the USW Local One One Two Two Eight and their Women of Steel. Their okay. Women of Steel is going to hopefully be coming in and doing a presentation for us on. Wow, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it's they do all of the a lot of not all of, they do a lot of the charity and outreach work on behalf of the union. So these are the wives, these are the women who work at Agco. These are the women who are associated with Agco and do angel trees and do food drives and do their community work mm -hmm. like that yeah and it's it's really neat to be able to pair up women's civic club which is looking to do the same work and say hey we see you as another woman-based organization that does good work in the yes. community so yes. yeah we have all of these things and then um I'm going to shift gears without a clutch to promote one book that came in. <laughs> it's called Dinner with the President. And um, I'm a foodie, and a bunch of my friends are foodies. I might be a little bit of a foodie, You too. might be a little bit. Well, you, I mean, you might like this one. I heard it reviewed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, about somebody that different prepared mm -hmm. meals in the White House. Yep. Cool. It's the chef's. Oh, it's, wow. it's the intersection of dinner parties and politics in a way that doesn't end up with Uncle Luddy screaming at someone. Okay, cool. It's <laughs> it's really the um, FDR, his lucky meal mm -hmm. was Turpin soup. He would serve it frequently. It was what he considered his lucky meal when he was doing international relationships. So. You get things like that. So, Dinner with the President. It's an oddie, but I really am excited about how food and politics intersect with what you serve and how it's received, and yeah. it's, it's just exciting. Very neat. So, yeah, that's all the amazing things that are happening at Heston Public Library. Um, we, we've said it before. You can't go bored in Heston. No, you cannot. No. If you, you really want to be bored, you need to leave town. Yeah, because we are a happening place. That's right. We are a happening place, mm -hmm. man. We are. And for all those people that are getting ready to head out on spring break, make good choices and yes. be safe on the road. Mm -hmm. And then come back and, and give us some ideas when you're out and about. We've, we are open to suggestions. Absolutely. Email us. Email us at hestonpodcast at gmail.com. And as you get ready to head on spring break, don't forget that you can use your Libby app 
and listen to audiobooks wherever you are going. Or you can stop by the library and pick up some physical books to take to the beach with you. Just return them dry. Perfect. Um, yes. <laughs> but right. yeah, don't forget you can use your ebooks to listen listen in the car on the way to wherever you're going. Take the show on the road. That's right. We we are not taking the show on the road. We're going to be here, though, if spring break. We'll we have are. a spring break podcast. Yeah. And that'll be, what, the day before St. Patrick's Day? I don't know. i got to get that straight. I think it is. If it's, or the t- two days. I don't know. But if it's the day before, th- or is it? Never mind. St. Patrick's Day is Friday of next week. I'm just so excited. I'm trying to get it here quickly. I love that day. Okay. Well, I have a new golf shirt for St. Patrick's Day, so maybe I'll wear that in honor of before. Please wear it to the podcast. I'll wear it with the podcast. Okay. The previous, previously, yes, Jackie, what's Pre-warn that? Pre-warn your guests to wear sunglasses. It's not as loud as some of the others I have, but it's neat. I think we might have to have an episode on which we have a fashion consultant come on. They There's would, so they many would, things ahead. I they would look at my golf shirt and just walk away. They would look at my golf shirt collection and just, I can't, I can't with you. My goal is to be seen from space. <laughs> Do you have the matching golf pants, though? No, no, That's no. That's next. Although my favorite golf shirt manufacturer has every shirt that I have has matching shorts that go with it. No, no, no. I want the pantaloons. You no. need the golf pantaloons. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> okay. no. I draw the line. I do draw the line at some things. That's one that I will draw the line at. <laughs> but it's a good reminder that now uh, golf has started, track has started, softball has started, boys tennis. You know, there's just a in lot fact, going on. In fact, next week we'll be talking a little bit of golf. I already have a guest lined up. Perfect. Colin Duckworth is the assistant pro at the golf course. He's coming to talk about the Heston uh, PGA Junior League. That will be great. And also the summer and summer golf. So he's coming next week. So we'll Look talk some golf a little bit and we'll get some other people we on may as well. Snag, snag somebody else. All right. Well, thanks, Rusty. Thanks, Absolutely. Jackie. Thank thanks you. to the Heston High Robotics, Trevor and Foreman. And um, thanks to also my want to acknowledge those the, coaches. Those basketball and our coach. I mean, what, what a great job that. Garrett Roth in his first year, and Lance Carter and Gavin Schumann have done with these guys to get them to the state for a third straight time. Garrett has told me he wants to come on the podcast at some point when he can get here. So sure. hopefully we can get Coach Roth Sounds on awesome. here and talk a little bit about things. So once again, email us, HestonPodcast at gmail.com. Um, what a good week. We're gonna it was a great week. Pack good the sports arena. Pack the sports arena Thursday at 8 o'clock. Everyone go to Hutch. It's easy. Go there. Go there. Go there and, and root on the Swathers. This has been the Weekly Walker H Channel coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying thank you, and we'll talk to you guys next week.